0: How can you imagine that in a single person, sole entrepreneur? You have to split your time by thinking differently to improve your business around the vision, your purpose, about the way you organize your stuff to be effective, profitable business. And at the same time, you have to execute it. Welcome to B2C Podcast, Business to Creatives. My name is Julius Carpellini from Solid Digital Experiences. And I'm with my friend, Felipe Silveira from Moi Studio. In today's episode, we're going to talk about freelancer versus business owner point of view. So Felipe, let's dive into it.
1: Yeah, so it's a pleasure to be here again with you. This topic is really interesting because I believe like before many of us become business owners, we at least have a path as a freelancer, and there are many similarities, but also many differences in the, in those type of uh, of businesses. And the mindset, like I said, is one that is a huge gap between those. So first, I believe, like we we get to a point in our careers where we want to run by ourselves, so without being attached to a company or We want to trail our own path and we decide to be a freelancer or open a business. So when we do this move and this is something that we discussed before internally, uh, something that is crucial is that people don't understand that it's it's not just the work anymore, like the, the crafts. So especially when you are a freelancer, it's not more just doing the great designs, the great websites and that's all I have so now you need to deal with accounting client relationship marketing
0: A lot of professionals in the market are facing these kind of troubles in their minds and also struggling with ways of showing their work and making their business work properly for them. How could I sell my services and my products and so in a way that I do not have an empty void in my agenda, you know, that can compromise my finances at the end of the month or I don't know. Maybe you can get a job today and spend a month and a half working on it. But this time you are not doing other stuff that needs to be done to make your business profitable and successful.
1: Yeah, you're right. And this is like an interesting point because here we are saying that this difference between freelancer and business owner. So getting more inside this this main topic, uh, I think one point is like for people to recognize that when they are a freelancer they actually are a business. So it's not just like this fancy word, this this cool stuff of being a freelancer, but actually you are treated like a business, like the government is looking at you and see, okay, so this person is earning money, so I'm gonna yeah. charge taxes over, over top of this. So this is like one of the first points. But here, when you, we say business owners, we mean like, people that are not only solopreneurs, the people that just they have a business and they also manage other people below them. So just for people to understand the difference we see here, we point here. And yeah, in both cases, you need to not only be worried about doing the craft, not only being worried about delivering your your work, your creative work you're hard for, but also having like a more long-term vision on how to keep bringing the work how to keep keep your business in yourself if you're a freelancer relevant in the market. So those are the some areas that I see that is the same for both. And people need to understand this. If you are a freelancer, you are a business. You are at one point a business owner, but, but a business of one. I have to say something here. In my early days with my company, I had a, a
0: freelancer mindset. This was because I was so frustrated with the market. Yeah, you know, with the companies, some of the past the companies I've worked with uh, in the marketing when I was a developer, I just wanted to chill and relax and work in a very smooth way. Yeah, yeah. So I started my company, but I had this mindset. So for too many time, I guess, because it takes. At least three years mm. to start to think like a business owner. That I had a business and understand that I had to sell my services properly, to show yeah. my work properly, to meet new people, to spend my network, and also dealing with accounting and so
1: on. I don't know, in, in, in those first three years that you said, you were only a freelancer, or did you have some people working with you as well?
0: I had one person working with me and after that I hired a very good friend of mine. So I had a team, small, but a team.
1: (laughs) But So you had a team, but you were not thinking like, uh, oh, this is a actual business. When you are a freelancer, for example, when I started, when I was just working as a freelancer, the only responsibility I had was with me. So if I screwed up, you know, Mm. like some months or... It's all on me, like uh, I need to control the damage, and I'm the only one impacted, which is not good to be impacted this way, but at least it's like, uh you can handle this. but yeah, since I created the business and I had more people with me, at first, even just me and my co-founder, my my partner, the responsibility were a lot higher. and nowadays, with a team of uh, we are about like eight people at the moment, so it's not as small team from from my perspective at least so now what mm-hmm. i have to handle is like all of those lives let's say they are somehow in my hands yeah. so if i screwed up i'm not just screw up with myself but i'm screwing up with everyone that depends on me so i i feel like the yeah uh it's a lot heavier you know th- this this weight to have in your shoulder of running a business when you have a lot of overhead a lot of people it becomes even more concerned like every decision you make you, you create a huge impact in not only you but in also in everyone that depends on you.
0: Yeah, this is tough, man, because I was passing through and recently I was passing through uh, difficult moments and, and bad moments in the company. We have to know that a business has good and bad moments so for example in brazil uh, the economic economy is not that good for so we have to deal with it we don't have to blame the government we have to figure out how to solve it properly and make our own work work for us and for our company family it's like a family as i said we we start to worry about how we can deliver the better for them as a, as a really nice place to work to, to deliver their best for the company and for themselves.
1: It's like we, we need to worry so they don't need to worry about those stuff. That's what I would say. Because like, when you are a freelancer, you need to, to worry about everything in terms of, uh, like you were saying, in terms of uh, accounting and getting the business and, and everything. But when you are a business owner, you need to, like, you are the one worrying about this. So your team can just do the work and and not worry about, oh, how the client, where the clients are coming from or what the next project will be. We are the ones, like, taking care of those stuff, so they can just do their work. For a
0: business... I was talking with a friend recently and uh, he was uh, reading that book, E-Myth, Entrepreneur Myth, and the author talking about three different pillars of a business. That is the technician, that one that will execute the work, the operational, that is that professional that will organize everything and make things work properly for the team. And the visionary, that is the, the guy that will have the vision for the company, the reason they exist, driven by the passion and at the same time with the reason side by side. So it's, it's like the CEO, the CEO, and the, the technician. So, how can you imagine that in a single person, solo entrepreneur, professional? You have to split your time by thinking differently to, um, Improve your business around the vision, your purpose, about the way you organize your stuff to be uh, effective, profitable business. And uh, at the same time, you have to execute it, you know, execute all demands of your clients. There are different perspectives between the freelancer and the business owner. And the business owner, when you have a team, you can delegate. You can define a person to deal with a single sector, a single topic of your company or subject and deal with all the organization stuff or the process creation. And so to make it easier for you in the future. But when you are a freelancer, you have to do all this stuff by yourself.
1: Yeah, like the, the biggest challenge of a freelancer, I would say, is like dealing up with all those stuff you were saying while someone is a business owner they can have people to help on those areas um, but at the same time the overhead a business has in comparison to a freelancer is even higher so freelancers also they can have let's say the luxury to not work for longer periods and still have the money while some business depending on how how big you are for example, if you need like 5k to live, you know yeah. it's a lot easier to get this than you need when you need like 50k just to stay alive, like a, a business. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like see your payroll is like 50k a
1: month. It's huge for a small business. Of course, you have more resource and you can do better, deliver better. But you are now playing usually in a higher ticket environment. So since you have a lot of people working for you, we need to get a bigger and better projects and those projects are not easy to get while as a freelancer you have some smaller opportunities but since you don't need to that much money to cover your you know your living expenses so you can work on more projects that will cover you better without needing to worry about oh i can only get those big projects because if i got those smaller ones i will not even be able to pay the thing this month so this change of the the size of the project to get and the, the size of the range of money you need to work with, it's a big, big shift. Yeah. In a
0: freelancer perspective, sometimes you can spend so much time doing your work. Yeah. And this can compromise other areas of your business as a yeah, freelancer, yeah. you know? Even you being a solid entrepreneur. And I think that if you do hourly billing, for example,
1: which you should never do. <laughs>
0: yeah by the way yeah but you'll have to understand position yourself as a freelancer in a way to be organized to do works that are profitable enough to keep yourself in a health way
1: yeah when you are a freelancer your time means a lot because if you compromise to a project you're gonna be working on this project for this certain amount of time and You can't just get another project in the middle. While, as a, in a business, yes. you can have multiple projects running since you have this, this team of people helping you to, to deliver those. So, as a freelancer, uh, you need to be careful on what type of projects you take and how long it, it takes. And if it's taking too long, you are losing a lot of money. Like it's in every business, but as a freelancer, You have no alternative. It's not like, oh, what if I get another project here? Unless, of course, you start writing people, you know, delegating stuff, you know. When I was first starting my business, actually, when I was a freelancer, one one major move I made was starting to hire some friends. So, like, I had a friend that was good at this point. So, I just hired him to help me on a project. So, this was a way for me to scale my freelance work at the same time it was preparing me to later work with a team and
0: what tips do you have to share with our audience regarding organization of their schedule getting more than one work at the same time for example do you have any process
1: the best thing is like not to treat work as you need to get started working right now on a project so if you give yourself some buffer yeah like oh i will only get projects that starts one two weeks from now um, but here, just just like uh saying we are talking as a freelancer here so if you're able to get projects that is not for right away and you can mm-hmm. bring those you know create this buffer of time so it allows you also to work on the business but also allow you to to fit in any urgent project as well because what happens is sometimes what if you give yourself like a one two week buffer before you actually start the project and one urgent project that you can solve in three days comes in now you have the time to set yourself this project Mm -hmm. and you still have another project on the line creating like this gap like this buffer between projects it's not only good for you to be free for some opportunities that can come, but also gives you, gives you a margin, like a healthier margin as well. But one thing for me was not to treat my whole month as I need to be working, let's say, 20 business days in this month to pay, to pay the bills. So you need to to be realistic that you're not going to are not going to have work every single day and also looking to charge not only the the necessary to make a living but also something that you can make a profit. You need to think that we need we need to profit as a margin for us to be able not only to stay alive but also to invest in other stuff so if you want to invest more in marketing in a new website and stuff, you need to have a, Uh, this margin of profit and time to do so. So this is really important while going through the freelance career, you know, especially when you are starting. Think
0: about that, the way they are charging their clients to be profitable because they have to spend a little bit in, in marketing and sales stuff and other kind of movements to make your business as a freelancer or as a business owner successful. We don't have to have a team to be successful, right? Yeah. We don't have to be a big company to be successful. We can be successful by being a solid entrepreneur and doing a good work. Yes, it's essential. But more than that, working on the different areas that are need to build a business properly right for
1: sure yeah because people has this concept that you need to to have a business uh, manager team you know like this big agency and studio to be successful but it's not it's more up to you in terms who you are and what what who you in a professional aspect so we, we talked here about the freelancers and as business owners, you have many other responsibilities. You'll be a lot more far away from the craft than well, as a yeah. freelancer. For example, when I was freelancing, I was basically doing animation almost all the time. And now that I have my studio with my team, I barely touch anything on this. I need to deal with many other stuff. So there is this change of perspective on where you'll be working. So we need to understand first who you are and what fulfills you professionally. You being a freelancer for the rest of your life is not a bad thing. If this is what fulfills you, you know, if you want to be closer to the work, closer to the task, but you also want to experience this relationship with clients, this is great. But if you want to build something that is more than just yourself, and in creating an environment for other people as well, and once you own a business, this is great as well. So both of those areas are places you can be successful and don't need to go from one to another to to determine, to prove to anyone else that, oh, now you, you get to a point when you succeed because you have a, a business. It's not that, just that. And it also,
0: it's important to say that success is relative. Yeah, Totally. For example, from the perspective of Robert Kiyosaki that wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to be successful is to build a big business in a way to have enough profit to buy assets to generate more money, you know. So this is success for Robert Kiyosaki your financial freedom. So for other people, maybe success is like to be free to uh, travel around the world with a laptop and working in different places and knowing different cultures and so around the globe. So, yeah, this is a very, very powerful discussion.
1: Yeah, I believe this is a great way to, to end this episode. So no matter if you are a freelancer or if you are a business owner, uh, you need to understand the differentiation in mentality, but first you need to understand what fulfills you professionally and personally. And both ways, yeah. you can be successful in both directions. There's no right or wrong here. You just need to understand where you are and the decisions you have to make in each which part of those businesses.
0: That's it. So thank you, Felipe, for joining us and talking about the
1: subject. Thank you, Jeroen. See you, everyone. Bye-bye. See you, everyone. Bye.